0: and welcome to The Short Stuff. I'm Josh. There's Chuck. There's Dave. Let's get to it. No need for further explanation.
1: Let's just start. Let's go. today. February 19th, 1994. 31-year-old woman brought into a hospital in Riverside, California named Gloria Ramirez.
0: I like where this is going so far, Chuck. It's succinct. It's to the point.
1: <laughs> it was for, for <laughs> 60 seconds. Right. Uh, she had been diagnosed with cervical cancer, but that's not why she was there. She was brought to the hospital because her heart was super beating. It was beating out of her chest uh, such that the chambers were not filling with blood. Right. That was lowering the volume that her heart was pumping to the rest of her body, and her blood pressure was plummeting, and it was very dangerous and very strange for a 31-year-old woman.
0: Right. Um, But, like you said, she had cervical cancer, so they were like, okay, well, let's just figure this out, and we'll we'll treat her, and we'll just— take life-saving measures and do what we can for And so the ER staff started working on her like they would any other patient. Um, But they were unsuccessful in bringing her back. Uh, In less than an hour, she was pronounced dead by the head of the ER. But it's what took place during that hour that has created a, a lasting mystery since February 1994 that remains unsolved to this day. Because by the time the head of the ER pronounced Gloria Ramirez dead, the entire emergency room all of the patients and almost all of the staff had moved out to the parking lot had evacuated the emergency room because they wanted to get as far away from gloria ramirez as absolutely possible
1: right so uh the first thing that happened was they noted they drew some blood and they noticed that the blood smelled like ammonia which mm-hmm. is not what blood smells like yep they started looking closer and they found these crystals had solidified within the syringe and the blood—they um, were called Manila crystals. I looked for twenty minutes on what Manila crystals are and couldn't find it.
0: Well, no, they were Manila-colored crystals. Oh, okay. Well, that makes yeah. sense then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: she, the uh, Ms. Ramirez, was uh, she herself was emitting an odor on her breath. It was—they described it as garlicky and fruity—and mm-hmm. then her her body uh, was seemingly covered in an oily sheen. Right. So. So far, that's not too bad or
0: whatever, but the first big problem that they had, aside from those flecks in her, her blood, the syringe full of blood, was that the the nurse who had drawn the blood fainted in the ER, which is pretty unusual. But even more unusual is that the nurse that she handed the syringe to also fainted, staggered out of the room, sat down at a nurse's station desk and just slumped over dead away. Also super weird, but it got even weirder. A third nurse, and then ultimately a fourth nurse, all fainted um, and passed out. Uh, one of them started retching from nausea, all seemingly because of Gloria Ramirez. Something was happening with Gloria Ramirez in her body that was making the ER staff sick, and this was highly unusual, and that's about when they evacuated the ER to get everybody as far away from Gloria Ramirez as possible.
1: Yeah, in the end, 23 of the 37 uh, people on staff in the ER had at least one odd symptom, Mm -hmm. uh, ranging from tremors to apnea. Uh, One of them even was in in intensive care for two weeks. Yes. Uh, Pancreatitis, hepatitis, like weird things. It's like an X-Files episode, basically.
0: Yeah, that one nurse had all, all, all of those were in one nurse: hepatitis, pancreatitis, and something called avascular necrosis, which is where the bone becomes starved of oxygen and starts to die. And this was concentrated in her knees. This is not supposed to happen when you're just, re, you know, administering routine life-saving measures to somebody who's having atrial fibrillation.
1: Right. So what they did was, they said, "Let's um, seal the body in a bag." Let's seal that body bag in an aluminum box and let's then seal that in a room until Hazmat can get here. Right. Uh, Hazmat arrived uh, that night and they said, you know, when we go to check this out, we assume we're going to find some kind of toxic gas because everyone's getting sick here. Right. And it got even weirder when they discovered that Gloria Ramirez was not emitting any kind of toxic gas.
0: Yeah. They expected to find something like... um Uh, Sewer gas, maybe something coming from the ER and not necessarily Gloria Ramirez or phosgene gas, which uh, can produce all sorts of horrible symptoms as well. And they found nothing, not just on her body, nothing in the bag, nothing in the box that they sealed her in, nothing in the room. There was just nothing. And yet she had made 23 of the 37 emergency room staff sick. So something had happened, but now they're like, okay, we've got a modern medical mystery on our hands.
1: Should we take a break?
0: I think we should.
1: All right, we'll be right back. All right, so the HAZMAT team checks out Gloria Ramirez. Nothing unusual going on. Not only no weird gases, uh, there were no viruses, no bacteria. They couldn't find any kind of biological source. Mm -hmm. And so they said she died of heart failure, brought on by kidney failure, which was brought on by this cancer. Right. But everyone's getting sick, so they said, we need to up our game here and bring in uh, Quincy. (laughs) Pretty much. They brought in someone from Lawrence Livermore National Labs And they had better equipment, and they were basically charged with sampling tissue and sampling blood and finding out just what had happened to her.
0: Yeah, and so they found a lot of stuff that they expected to find, but they found three things that stood out to them. One was uh, amines, which are a metabolite of ammonia. Uh, Another thing called nicotinamides which is a B vitamin that you sometimes find in drugs because it can produce euphoria, and drug dealers will use it to extend their supply some. Um, And the third one is dimethyl sulfone which is a metabolite of an amino acid that the body is usually capable of breaking down. So it was an unusual thing to find. Even though it's found in the body, it's usually broken down and wouldn't have shown up on a test, which means that there was a lot of dimethyl sulfone in Gloria Ramirez's body.
1: Yeah, and that's what they honed in on. Uh, The amines, they said, uh, is probably from breaking down from some drug that we gave her because we were giving her cocktails of drugs to try and stabilize her we weren't but the er was <laughs> the uh the second one they said well this is quite a leap in my opinion that suggested maybe she was using pcp <laughs> right even though they didn't find any pcp in her system yeah but at any rate they decided to focus on uh the third one the dimethyl sulfone mm-hmm. which uh seemed to make a little bit more sense than the other two at least
0: right and i mean like it was it it was written off much less easily than the other two. So it it was the one that was kind of left over. And one of the um, researchers at Lawrence Livermore said, hey, dimethyl sulfone, that's a type of sulfur with uh, a single oxygen bond. But hey, get this, if you add two oxygen molecules to to this type of sulfur, you get dimethyl um, sulfoxide And that's something that people use as like a topical pain reliever. Maybe Gloria Ramirez was using this dimethyl sulfoxide as a topical pain reliever because didn't you say that her skin was oily? So maybe that's where it came from. And everyone said, hey, that's great. But still, there's nothing toxic um, that could knock out an entire ER from dimethyl sulfone or dimethyl sulfoxide.
1: (laughs) Yes, but they said, oh, some— Chemical nerd stood up and said, but get this, you add four oxygen molecules, and it's just crazy how a couple of molecules can make something deadly. Yeah, really. Uh, but you add four, and you're going to get dimethyl sulfate, and uh, that is if, is a substance that, if it's in gaseous form, can kill you in 10 minutes. Right. And they went, oh. Yep. Okay, this makes a lot more sense, because there can be a burning sensation, there can be tissue death. Mm -hmm. Uh, in the eyeballs and mucous membranes. It can lead to paralysis and coma and convulsions, and suddenly it starts to come into form a little bit.
0: Right. So Lawrence Livermore went to the coroner of Riverside, California and said, here's what we think. We can't prove this, but here's the best theory we've come up with. Gloria Ramirez was using dimethyl sulfoxide, DMSO, as a topical pain reliever for her cervical cancer and when she was brought in for heart failure, the paramedics and the ER staff started flooding her system with oxygen. Well, that oxygen, combined with breaking down dimethyl dimethyl sulfoxide, managed to combine into dimethyl sulfate. And that turned into some sort of gas that emitted from her that poisoned the ER staff. And everybody said, mm, okay, good enough. That's the best anyone's <laughs> come up with.
1: Kind of. I mean, that was a decent theory, but they couldn't show the exact um, pathway that that might have taken and why her body would have converted that sulfone into sulfate. Right. It was a good guess, but they couldn't prove it necessarily. And they still can. It's still unproven.
0: But some people say, well, this is just a uh, like no one's ever demonstrated how it happened. But this is probably what happened, say a lot of people.
1: And the symptoms didn't exactly match because we mentioned Uh, Some of the uh, doctors and nurses uh, suffered nausea and retching, and apparently sulfate doesn't produce those symptoms. And nobody said, my eyes burn or my mucous membrane burns.
0: Which would be like the primary symptom, and everybody in the room would have it. If one person was affected from being in close quarters with Gloria Ramirez... Like, that that's just what would happen first. And so the symptoms not matching. And then on top of that, the fact that Gloria Ramirez's family said she never used DMSO. Right. Kind of shoots some holes into this theory. So over time, the fact that this has remained a mystery has allowed some other ideas to kind of float to the surface, too.
1: Yeah, mass hysteria, which is... I think that's just a go-to anytime something happens you can't explain to a lot of people. Yeah,
0: but it was particularly sexist, too, because they're like, look, it was mostly female nurses who were subject to this. So, of course, it was mass hysteria.
1: Right, of course. Right. Uh, And then this one is really interesting to me and also not true. But an urban legend arose that uh, on the hospital staff, there were some people (laughs) smuggling ingredients for methamphetamine manufacturing Mm -hmm. through the ER and IV bags. So a little Breaking Bad operation going through there. Right. And that one of the staff accidentally gave her an IV bag with these methamphetamine uh, ingredients and that produced this uh, toxicity.
0: Yeah. Pretty interesting stuff. I mean, probably not the case, but it's still, I mean, you can float interesting ideas like that because it's still not proven. Agreed. May never be. Well, that's the case of the toxic corpse of Gloria Ramirez. May she rest in peace. Uh, and since I said may she rest in peace, that means that this short stuff is over. Right, Chuck? That's right. Well, short stuff out.
1: Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts are wherever you listen to your favorite shows.